on the goal coming up for the Demons. They'll get it eventually. He's kicked the goal. Sparrow gets his first kick and his first goal. Welcome to the big time. The swooping Sparrow goal. Inside Melbourne, episode two for 2019. Uh, we welcome back Jack Viney of the podcast. G'day, Jack. G'day, Clint. How you going, mate? I'm going well. Um, you're missing your partner in crime. Uh, my co-host. Where's, where's Lil? Uh, it's a great question. Um, I think someone's had a little sleep in this morning, potentially. I think she might have. Um, there must be a fine involved. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be repercussions. Um, <laughs> you know, we take this job very seriously. So, um, yeah. Not rocking up on the, the on the start time is is um, punishable by law. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Coffees for episode three, I reckon, on you, Lil. Um, hey, we've got a big show today. A real treat because Stephen May will be in the house very shortly. Um, give us a bit of background as to Big Maisie and how he's been since he's arrived. Yeah, so we obviously acquired uh, Maisie at the end of uh, the, the trade period last year and um, everyone was pretty excited to get him on board. He's got this presence about him. Um, having not known him personally and just played against him, uh, he's that kind of guy you're, you're slightly intimidated by and, and, and fear him. So uh, to get him on your side was a big win. And uh, yeah, since then he's, he's made um, great relationships with the players, very likable character and works works harder than anyone on the football track so looking forward to him to or getting him in the in the lineup and seeing what he can do and, and add to the team yeah we thanks to zurich he'll join us very shortly but does he intimidate through everything he does whether it's in the coffee line or in playing indoor cricket yeah in we'll, we'll, we'll just at uh maxi gorn's wine bar opening oh, yeah. and i was there with with a few friends and, 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 and family and they're just looking at Maisie was there and they're looking at Maisie and they're like, wow, he's a big unit. Like just just physically looking at him, he's intimidating. Then you add his aggression and the way he plays his football and it's just a combination of, um, yeah, I don't really want to go near him. <laughs> Nor do I. Um, let's straighten up for a second. We need to recap on round one and the loss to Port Adelaide. Um, look, there's no way of sugarcoating it. It was a it was a pretty bad afternoon. It was a poor start. Hang on a second. Guess what? Guess who's just lobbed? <laughs> look at the cat dragged in. Hey? Oh, no. <laughs> We've stitched you up. We're, we're, we're live. The serious questions will come shortly. Yeah. But come on, Lil, jump in. We're on, we're on. I'm sorry. Ah, all good. Jack, you were... Had this poor start last week. Yeah. You beat me this week. Sorry. Now we're even. That's all right, Lil. You can apologise to the members and supporters oh, now. Sorry. <laughs> the Melbourne family, I really do apologise. This is woeful. Yeah, the sleep in? No, you know that the new intersection. Oh, don't yeah. no, blame the P yeah. intersection. <laughs> nah. The P intersection has done really terrible it's things. It's Oh, yeah. I'm not happy about it. No, they've stuffed that up for sure. We, we can almost do a whole podcast on, on that intersection, I think. Sending you questions, the worst P intersection experience. <laughs> oh, well. Welcome, Will. Thank you. Good morning. We were just actually asking Jack about round one. Did you have a, um, a probing question? We actually haven't got there. He hasn't answered the first question. Um, it's about to go. Um, it, was a, it was a disappointing afternoon. Um, as you sit here, you know, you, you prepare for months and then that happens. Yeah, disappointing start, no doubt about it. Um, you want to put your, you know, get off to a good start, uh, get the, the season off to a, a flyer, but um, we missed the mark um, and, and by, by fairway as well, it didn't really resemble our, the way we like to play our football. So disappointing start and, um, you know, we had our review yesterday and some really clear stuff 
uh, all clear learnings came out of it. So looking forward to kind of getting into training this week and, and um, yeah, trying to fix up uh, or improve those areas that we, we fell away at. So uh, the good thing about football, I suppose, is uh, we've got we've got another round uh, coming up to try and prove ourselves uh, again and uh, yeah it's like you, you you have poor performances like that you almost want to play the next day just to get out there again um, but you have got to, got to wait a week um, but yeah we're, we're keen on on get, getting back to our best football yeah hopefully redemption is speed before you um, get there, Lil, I mean, there was a lot said in the postscript to that match about you know post season surgeries and you know players sort of maybe still hurting a little bit I mean was that a factor in terms of nah no everyone was had the amount of kilometers and conditioning and uh, you know what they needed to perform that was done you know that they had the work we had the work Um, so that's that's not an excuse Uh, we just didn't perform Um, we didn't execute uh, under pressure um, under you know round one against a a really good outfit in Port Adelaide. They were they were good. They were very good. So, yeah, we, we let ourselves down, and uh, we've got to find a way of um, yeah. Now we've got to come against Geelong in Geelong. Tough side. They had a really good win. So, uh, we we haven't made the start easy for ourselves. At the footy club, it is a lot based on continual development. So it is a positive that it's just round one because each week we will we getting better. Uh, Goody mentioned that I think in his post-match and you sort of touched on it. What do we do differently against Geelong or where does the improvement come from to uh, bring home the four points? Yeah, I think I think that we, we fell away in all kind of phases of our game. It just didn't really resemble, um, you know, how we like to play our football. So offensively, defensively, contest-wise, I think we've all got areas to improve. Um, and then that's kind of the responsibilities on the midfielders individually, the defenders individually, forwards individually. So I, I think there was a, a, a big disconnect um, from the performance on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's what we've got to find and get back pretty quickly. Again, the postscript involved a fair few questions about Max and um, the way he was targeted, if you will, by the power players. Um, can you and, and the boys do more to to help him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um whether we're whether we're tagging someone or whether someone's targeting our uh, one of our players, it's our responsibility as a teammate to um, yeah do our best to to make the the day easy for him. Um, so because they made a they made a beeline for him in many respects, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You know that's 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 part of football. You know your your best players will will, will get targeted. Um, the the better football you play, the the more attention and and. The, the more teams are going, really going to focus on you and make your day harder for you. That's that's the point of it. Um, try and put you off your game. So uh, that's a, that gives a added responsibility to myself and the other midfielders, particularly who are around Maxi, to to give him a chop out, look after him, and uh, yeah, try and make the day a bit bit easy for him. But um, there was a few positive signs for the day. We had three debutants. Um, Tommy Sparrow kicked his first goal, which was really exciting. Marty Hoare and Corey Wagner. He was obviously new to the club, playing with some footy at North. But um, it must be a proud sort of moment as a captain and just a teammate to see boys put in the hard yards over pre-season and, and get a game come round one. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. You know, we had the jumper presentations in the change rooms before the game and you just see how much it means to not only 
the three debutants, but their families. You know, their families come down into the rooms and they kind of present the jumpers to their to their kids. And you know, majority of the family members are in tears when they're presenting these jumpers. So you can see how much this whole experience and, and the journey they've been on means to to them and their family. It's certainly a very special moment. Then to go out there, and I thought all three of them played. Um, you know, exceptionally well for, for first game. So, um, yeah, it's a really special moment. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, definitely a, a posit- positive one we can take away from the weekend. They're all good stories. I like Corey Wagner's story because, what, just before Christmas he was making coffees up the road on Swan Street at Cheeky Monkey. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> like you, you could when, he's, when his old man got up there and he spoke about, you know, he was, he was so proud of, of Corey because, particularly because of the devastation he faced of being delisted. You know, like you can just tell like it's, it's so personal to each and every one of them. Like they've all got their own stories and they've all had their own challenges. And um, when you hear from the families, you can actually get a real sense of um, like that emotion and, and what, what they've actually been through. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great story, particularly Corey's. Um, we head to the Cattery, as you uh, as you mentioned, next, round two. Um, <laughs> a stat I heard last night, I think we've notched two wins in 29 years down really? there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's troublesome. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, Lil, you know the ground pretty well, don't you? What? Yeah, well, you'd have played it a bit. Um, nah, just... <laughs> it's a, it is... A hard ground to play on, I reckon. It's, it's a, um, it's pretty hostile. Yeah, it's a tough shape. Like it's, it is a different ground. Like, yeah. very skinny. A um, lot of lot of people kick out in the full because it's kind of the the boundaries like mm. parallel almost. The ferrules is it, are a bit is closer. Is it the smallest yeah. in the league? <laughs> it's the smallest. It'd have to be the narrowest, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it doesn't seem that long either, given nah. how skinny nah, it's it is. A small ground. Yeah. So the challenge um, is obviously to get the four points and get out of there pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> how do we turn it around in, in the space of seven days? Oh, I think we just got to find that spirit and energy back in the group. Mm. You know, what, what made us well, great last that, year? Uh, and you mentioned those two words, spirit and energy. Was that, was that lacking at the, at the G? Or? Yeah, just there's that connection. It's not, yeah. it's not like we, we, we were all flat like we we knew that's what was missing and we we're trying to find it we we're trying our hardest to find it out there um but for for multiple of reasons and it's, it's so hard to just pinpoint exactly what it what it is you know if we could do that you know our, our jobs would be pretty easy mm. but um yeah you, you, you definitely sense just that disconnect um out there and particularly myself as as a co-captain and, and the leadership group we we try our best to try and ignite it and, and get it going um, but we just we just couldn't find it um, on Saturday which is which is disappointing but at um, no point is it panic stations or anything like that it's just a, a one-off game and we've got to try and find form and, and find that spark as, as soon as we can do you, you, do you just love coming up against the midfield like Geelong's like Dangerfield Ablett Selwood they're big names do you really enjoy coming up against the best in the business yeah i do it's it's scary you know you are you're coming up against those names i saw a stat the other day it was like all three of them have like the most brownlow votes mm. in the uh <laughs> in the competition or something uh, at, at the moment so when you when you come up against that kind of caliber it is it is daunting but at the same time presents an opportunity and uh you either shy away and um 
go into self-preservation mode or you try and rise up to the occasion and um, we've got a competitive young uh, midfield group who really you know set their sights on on challenges like that so you know when you come against uh, against those kind of players you know you've got to bring your best game and then that just sets the tone for the week and everything you do you are you make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability and more often than not it kind of you know, leads to, to good performances when you're trying to strive um, to that challenge. Maybe channel a bit of September last year, um, especially uh, Melky, what he did on the wing to um, to Selwood there, just get under his skin oh, a little yeah. bit. I think I think Harmsy was the one under his skin. Oh, was it? Okay, Melky right. just came in at the right time. You got and the free kick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, very good. Um, our very special guest is in the house right now, so we're going to get to him very shortly on Inside Melbourne with thanks to Zurich. Uh, Lil? Before we get to him, um, your thoughts on Stephen May? He's just walked into the room, so be kind. Uh, he's a big boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great we brought him to the club, obviously, and looking forward to hear- hearing what he's got to say and looking forward to seeing him run around this weekend. I'm sure he hated sitting on the sidelines, but mm-hmm. it's going to be good to have him back out there this weekend. I'm sure he did hate sitting on the sidelines. Hey, more with Stephen May on Inside Melbourne. Your questions from the outer on all things footy and P intersections very shortly (laughs) with thanks to Zurich. (laughs) Thanks to our co-major partner and podcast sponsor, Zurich. For over 100 years, they've been ensuring the people and things you truly love. And just like you, they truly love footy and truly love Melbourne. Welcome back to Inside Melbourne, presented to you by Zurich. Joined with a very special guest. Welcome, Stephen May, to Inside Melbourne. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, A bit of an interesting start to the morning. You're a bit confused as to why you're here. Alarm went off and said, training doesn't start too late, but here you are. Yeah, no, I made it. Um, The Melbourne traffic, I mean, even though I only live a couple of k's up the road, (laughs) Uh, it's oh, very no. There you go. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. We need we need answers. Hey, hey, Jack, did you get here all right on time? Yeah, but I, I, I'm making a conscious effort of leaving pretty early. <laughs> Lisa's has one committed to the cause. Ah, well, yeah. So obviously, very keen to, to come on the podcast this morning. Uh, how, how are you feeling? Uh, must have been hard sitting on the sidelines. Um, watching the performance on the weekend. Yeah, I suppose it's um, not you know not the best start um, to the year or to, to my new club. So um, you know it hurt a bit and uh, had a little bit of a uh, bad feeling when it, when a big forward ends up kicking a few goals, which is the reason I was brought in. So um, you know that that was a bittersweet sort of taste leaving the ground. But um, aside from that, um, you know it was an unreal experience walking to the ground with the with the fans and um, you know it was a beautiful day. Um, you know, unfortunately, we, we just really didn't play well at all. But um, the good thing is we, we uh, didn't play very well and we still could have won the game. So, um, you know, I try to look for the positives and, you know, I'm trying to get myself right, my body right to, to come in this week, hopefully, and um, hopefully play a role. And the pre-season just as a whole, coming into a new club, how have you found the transition? And um, is it similar to um, where you've come from or has it been a completely new experience for you? Yeah, um, the whole footy program and... Um, coaching everything's different um, it's it's uh, in a good way I suppose because uh, it's just refreshing and you know you wake up you know, excited to, to come to training I suppose when you've been doing something so long the same way for about eight years um, you know you can get over it sometimes you just need a bit of a change up a bit of stimulus in the brain I think and mm-hmm. learning a new game plan and asking questions every day that sort of thing it just it feels like a new school 
Um, the boys have been great. Um, but, yeah, the training was pretty hard. <laughs> I'm pretty keen to... <laughs> I mean, when I got suspended, I had to go back to do a mini pre-season, so I wasn't too happy about that. But um, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and um, no, it's, it's been it's been exciting and enjoyable. It must be very different in terms of the atmospheres, the environments. Um, probably more people at the games as well. Uh, there's a little dig for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, do footy clubs, having spent some time at the Suns, do they? Are they similar or are they different beasts in many respects? Um, the, f- the funny one is the, the players in terms of you can sort of liken players to other players from the yeah. club you were at before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll ring Who up Who am some, I? You. <laughs> uh, you're, you're like a more serious Took Miller, I think. Took Miller, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like just I like him. I, I, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's just – I'll ring some of the boys and just feel like this guy reminds me of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it is different, I suppose. Um, just the education, how, how we do uh, meetings and stuff mm. is different. It's just uh, something I'm not used to, and but, uh, but I like it, no doubt. So you pull on the number one, hopefully, Saturday night. If you're selected, I'm sure you'll be selected. Um, you must be relishing that moment. Yeah, well, um, from the moment I asked for a trade to – actually getting the trade done mm. um, and then the pre-season which was gruelling and then you know trying to play I played the JLT too and then and got rubbed out so it just feels like it's not going to happen if mm. you know what I mean um, so I get myself built up and ready for it and that damn match up. review officer <laughs> yeah oh yeah jeez um, but you know it's my fault um, but luckily that's a long season and, and hopefully around two I'm, I'm back in the team and yeah, it'll just be. I think it'll just be a surreal moment. I think it's just like it's been such a, a big build up in terms of in my head and, and moving, relocating my life and, and my career, um, all f- all to play footy. So that's ultimately what I want to do. It is. It is a pretty big, or it's a massive um, change. You know, going from one club in a different different state to uh, to moving a pack up, you know, leave all your relationships. Um, well, not you know, not leave them, but um, you know, you're not, not going to see them as often as as you were. Who's do you think he has helped you with that transition? You know, who have you gravitated to from the footy club? Um, who you reckon have yeah um, kind of helped you settle yeah. in? Well, the the thing I've noticed with the Melbourne boys, they're, they're very close. Even even the coaches, um, so they've they've all been pretty good. But um, like I, sp- I spoke to like you know Jakey Lever and Michael Hibbard and. Jake Melksham, those sort of guys who, who've come from different clubs. That even though, even though Melky and Hibbo only came from, you know, Essendon, um, but still different. Like it's just like, I've, it's actually been some of my mates that left the Suns, like Dion Prestia and Tommy Lynch and yeah, yeah. Um, Jago Mira. These guys who, who've left and come down, they've gone through the exact same uh, situation. And um, even though we only live a few streets from each other, you still don't see each other with because mm. of the footy programs are so different. But um, they're still in the P intersection. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's that, that's been good. I mean, the, the players are very friendly and, and welcoming. But um, yeah, also my ex teammates who've gone through the same thing have um, offered a lot of advice. So yeah, it's it's been pretty smooth actually. And Jack, how has it ha- how has it been having Maisie join the program? What sort of what's he added to the group, and how have you found him uh, as a teammate so far? feel a little bit more comfortable getting in a wrestle now out there knowing he's going to back me up um, nah but you know he's been a terrific trainer I said at the start of the podcast you know what he's um, what he's been able to do in such a sport, uh, short space of time in, in one pre-season has been huge just uh, 
trains like an animal and um, yeah, that, that aggressiveness and um, playing on the edge mentality is, is something I think the team, uh, I know I love to play with and I know the boys will love to play with. So yeah, we're looking forward to getting him out there as, as soon as possible and uh, yeah, get him running around for us. Hey, um, Maisie, some great questions coming from uh, our members, our supporters on Inside Melbourne with thanks to Zurich. We're going to head into the outer now and, and throw a few your way. There are a few entertaining ones. <laughs> I want to start with one from a fellow by the name of Daniel Gorringe. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with his work. He says, hey, Steve, long-time fan, first-time questioner. How do you feel when you do the big spoils and stuff? <laughs> he's, uh, he's, I don't get. Everyone thinks he's funny. He's not. He's my housemate, and he's he's not funny. And I come to training, and all the all my teammates are like, "Geez, Daniel Gorringe is hilarious." So I, just, I mean, I suppose if you live with him, it's uh, it's it's not as funny. But um, to answer his question, it's it's a great feeling when you when you spoil a ball, I suppose. Um, but what it what it, um, what it does do is just. You know, like you get a lift from your teammates if you do do a big one. But I, I like to try and mark the ball. Um, I like to tr- yeah try and be involved a bit more. But yeah, thanks for the question, Dan. So tell us about the setup just quickly. So you live with you live with Dan. Yeah, Dan. So we were we were first moved in together on the Gold Coast. He was drafted to the Suns at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, we were in our host families for about six months, and then we said let's get our own place. Uh, that wasn't too good and we, you know we were a bit young and didn't really know what we get ourselves into um, and then he got he went down to Carlton mm-hmm. and we've just been best mates since and then once I got um, trade looked like it was going to happen uh, we found a place to live uh, to live together and uh, yeah it's, it's been going well who's next I've got one here from from Lockie Pittard it's I'm just looking for some feedback to be honest so who is a better podcast host Clint Jack or Lily in your short space of being on the podcast? Uh, probably go with the skipper, um, Jack Whiney. Smart. Uh, yeah, it just sort of needs some, uh, yeah. needs some, uh, <laughs> some credits in the bank, I think. Yeah, good man. I have given three sponsor acknowledgements, by the way, to, I think, one, Lily. So, and yeah, I'm n- only and one. none, Jack. None. So. Uh, one from Sammy <laughs> Wiedemann. Can you handle a at Mitch Han 19 in swinger? And then Mitchie Hannon replied, here's my bunny. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, look. I didn't. I'm from Darwin, right? Northern Territory. We don't play cricket up there. That's just not something you do. Play rugby and footy. Go fishing and stuff. stuff. We just yeah. Go shooting. <laughs> Cricket's just not a thing that's been around up there. Um, so I went to the Goldie. Again, cricket's not huge on the Gold Coast. Come here, and every bloke is a gun cricketer apparently. Um, which I don't. I didn't understand how. Like we used to play in the room sometimes. Like. But now they're making these balls and they're taping them up and they're doing all sorts of things. And uh, they bowl them and they, yeah, it's hard to explain. I'm not any good with the bat. And they just, they love me batting because they all just bowl me out. <laughs> and I'm just happy to be involved, I suppose. And just be the fun of the joke. But no, so, to answer the question, no, no I can't. No, no. <laughs> Mechan wins. All right. Uh, uh, there's one from uh, Alani who says, Why did you want to move to Melbourne? Have you always. Uh, well, not so much loved the club, but um, admired the club from afar. Yeah, it's a, it's an, that's a really good question. Um, I, I never thought I was going to leave the Suns, to be honest. I was an Essendon supporter, mm-hmm. so I, um, you know, if I was ever going to leave, I was like, I'm going to Bombers, you know, sort of one-eyed supporter. Um, and then once it once it starts getting to that process, you you start um, one thinking about clubs who are interested in you because you can't yeah. really go somewhere if they don't want you. Um, <laughs> and then you start watching them a bit watching a bit closer and um, I played against I played against Melbourne 
when us and the, uh, the Suns in Melbourne used to have good games and then I just slowly watched their development and they started pulling right away from us um, and then in particular the back line is something that really um, drew me um, the midfield depth and their, their, their ability to apply pressure and then the back line the, just the personnel mm -hmm. down there was something that really attracted me um, and now that Melbourne becoming a big club in Melbourne and something I want to be involved in and, um, you know ultimately you want to win a premiership and I think a club that hadn't, you see how the Bulldogs went so long without winning a flag and how unreal that looked when they finally brought one home. Um, mm. You know, I just, that opportunity, I just couldn't, I couldn't uh, let that go to waste. So, yeah, and, and, and I'm loving my decision. Um, you know, I haven't regretted that at all. I got one here from Evan Pepiat, I think that's pronounced. Uh, do you feel hard done by from the match review panel? I felt your suspension wasn't warranted when others like Liam Jones who hit a player 50 metres off the ball. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I obviously didn't agree with it because I went challenged at the tribunal. True. I wouldn't have went there if, <laughs> if I thought it was fair. But the, 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 I think the, um, the overwhelming like point to here is just if there's any head contact at all, it's going to get punished. Um, so I tried to argue that it was low impact and not medium, but... Um, the fact that Barry left the ground, um, these sort of things just playing against you. Yeah. Um, and if that's the precedent for the year, well, then I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. The Jones one was it was in the body, so yeah, it just okay. changes everything, which is a bit annoying because you obviously don't mean to hit someone yeah. in the head, mm. hit, but it's just sort of the whiplash that got him in the head. But um, that's just it is now. There's no point in me really yeah. <laughs> complaining because so obviously there's a bit of like confusion around, you know suspensions and what what warrants what um out there in the public do you reckon as players it's confusing as well as to you know we we don't really know ourselves well yeah because uh you you don't know what the impact is i suppose low medium and high like every high is an easy one high is an easy one someone's knocked out or something mm. you're like gee that was high mm. low and medium like how do you tell the difference between that um not quite sure but I think when some guys will be suspended and some won't, that's when it will start to get more confusing. It's only round one and there was already a few questions asked, but yeah. um, I think Michael Christian's got a tough job because he's, he's by himself, I suppose. Um, and there's going to be a lot of incidents because Jack, you know, it's like when you get fired up in the midfield, especially the jumper punches and all those sort of things that, that are low quick, impact, yeah. but they're instant fines now. Yeah. So um, there's going to be a bit of a kitty at the AFL, I think. We've actually got Michael Christian here. Come in, Michael. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Get oh, a bit Finn. of clarification. Maybe a uh, special guest. <laughs> it's funny because um, I played golf a few weeks ago in a comp down at Moon Links yeah. and Michael Christian was there <laughs> and we had a good chat. Um, we had a good chat and he's like, please, Steve, I don't, you know, don't want to see you this year and all yeah. that. I was like, yeah, no, I'm mad. <laughs> that week, that week is so I got suspended. So, you give him uh, a bottle of wine or <laughs> Speaking of bottle of wine, Paul Finn was wondering if you were a cheese, what would you be? And what wine would you pair it with? Uh, <clears throat> That's so funny. Because of the Melbourne whole cheese platter thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, probably be a brie cheese. Um, I don't know, because my girlfriend's named Brianna and she's pretty nice. So. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I'm a, I'm a Pinot man. So um, I have been getting out to a few wineries down in Victoria. It's a nice thing to do on the weekend. They're beautiful down here. And I'm trying to get it all out of the way before winter starts because I won't be leaving the house too much, I don't reckon. Good stuff. Um, hey, Matisse 
she's she's got sort of like six, seven questions here. So we're just going to give them to you quickly. A little bit of quick fire, Maisie. What do you reckon? All right, let's go. Pre-game ritual, do you have one? Uh, yep. Just left boot on first and passed the night before. Fair enough. Funniest teammate? <laughs> well... I'd say Petraka, but he's more like stupid than funny. But <laughs> yeah, I have a laugh with him. All right, well, the ne- next question the next question's most annoying teammate. Oh, well, yeah. Same Petraka. category. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you were younger, did you play any other sports? You've answered that, I think. Yeah, rugby and uh, soccer. Describe Max Gorn in one word. Tall. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. Got any pets? Uh, no, but probably Daniel Goins, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, favourite dog breed, probably... Oh, English Bulldog. Okay. And favourite food? Uh, probably like Asian Fusion at the moment. Asian Fusion? Yeah. Damn. Enjoying <laughs> his time, in, plenty enjoying his time <laughs> in Melbourne. No, <laughs> Will, you got any more for us? There's a few about your nickname. Is there an issue with Maisie as a nickname or is people just assuming that you don't like that? No, that's... No, that's your name? It? Yeah. Well, there's just a few people saying, would you prefer a new nickname? Do you hate the nickname Maisie? Um, do you have a better nickname than Maisie? Soft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, <here we> go. <laughs> the pretty um, cheese, yeah, soft some, middle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just obviously from my last name. Um, it's better than everyone keeps calling me Sam Day. They get me confused with <laughs> Sam Day from the sun. So um, I prefer Maisie over Sam Day or Daisy, but... Um, yeah, I haven't. If I haven't really come up with it, or well, no one's really come up with a nickname for me yet. No. So at least, at least I don't call you by your old man's name. I did that like <laughs> nine percent of the time. Does that Mel- still happen? Yeah, I reckon at least fifty percent of the time, Melbourne fans come to say, "Get out, Todd." Hundred <laughs> percent. And like, at like first couple of years, I was like, "Yeah, okay," but now I'm into my seventh year and I'm still getting called Todd. It's kind of like oh, okay. <laughs> it's a compliment, mate. Yeah, true. Any media types get that wrong? Yeah, all the time. I get uh, in the I have like a photo in the paper and it'd be like Todd you know, Viney. Yeah, Todd Viney <laughs> pictured left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Um, so let's fast forward to Saturday night, uh, Kidinia Park, whatever it's called these days. I can't keep up. <laughs> um, so who do you think you'll get the job on? Oh, pretty obvious one, I would have thought. Yeah, probably Big Hawk. Mm. Um, also, uh, Radigalia is, yeah, is a good he's, young player. And yeah. he uh, takes a big mark. So, um, if I'm playing, hopefully, and with Oscar Frosty, whoever mm. it may be, it's going to be, yeah, there's a couple of big boys down there. But um, Hawk, is, he's, it's funny because my last game I played of AFL was at Cadinia Park on yeah. Hawkins. <laughs> and, you know, round two the next year, back to Cadinia Park, hopefully. Um, it's an odd one. You don't really play too many back-to-back games. Have you had some good good duels with the big fella over the years? Yeah, I have. Um, we've had some really good duels. He's he's a lot. I'm usually a bit bigger than some of the guys, but he's so much bigger than me. So I, I play off him a bit and have to play him a dif- differently. But um, he's he's a great guy. He's a Melbourne Grammar boy, so um, we have a bit of a chat out there. Unfortunately, most of the time they've they've beaten us convincingly, so he's always kicked a couple. But um, Hopefully, new team, new colours, new, new setup. Uh, you know, I can, I can uh, inf- uh, curb his influence a lot, a lot better. Hopefully, time for a couple more on Inside Melbourne. I got one. Um, Luke Rogan is asked, "What's your favourite sport to a uh, non-AFL sport to watch?" Um, NFL, American big football. NFL. Fan. Yeah, I love the NFL. It's um, hard hitting, big <laughs> hits, uh, but it's it's unreal um, strategy and. Uh, 
Chicago Bears are um, my team and um, we're finally coming good so I'm starting to enjoy it again. Been over the States much and seen, yeah. seen some games live? Yeah, I'm a bit of a um, <laughs> footy fan over there. Like I, uh, I plan my trip based on where the games are All right. and I just try and get so I go Thursday night into college Saturday <laughs> Sunday and then I'll fly somewhere for Monday night footy and then so you're full nuffy yeah full nuffy <laughs> you can call me that that's fair <laughs> you, uh, you just mentioned earlier that you had a bit of a chat with uh, Tomahawk on the field what's what's the best sledge you've ever given oh no he or doesn't sledge no 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 he's a, he's a really good bloke like um you know, if he if he stands on your foot, he'll apologise and that sort of thing. Whereas some big key forwards will stand on it. And, uh, yeah, my toes are pretty buggered from all that. But uh, he's a uh, no, nah, he's he's a Melbourne boy, and he's just always just to check in, see how the Gold Coast is going. on. I don't know if he was planning on going up there. He asked a lot of questions about the Gold Coast, but uh, he, ended up, he didn't end up leaving. He's very keen. He's very keen to know about the Gold Coast, but no, nah, he we just um, yeah, just chat about how the game's going. Pretty much, pretty much me complaining, but. Um, no, so nice no guy. lip from you? No, nah, oh, it's hard to give lip if the guy's really nice mm. and he's not really throwing it at you. Like, <laughs> it'd just be weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't throw too. Uh, I don't throw too much lip. It's more to other players, not the player I'm playing on. Yeah, <laughs> I like that bit of periphery action. Yeah. Um, hey, Maisie, we we really appreciate your time on Inside Melbourne. Um, we wish you all the best in your uh, debut in red and blue as well. We can't wait to see you out there, and um, neither can Michael Christian either. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't see you. <laughs> well, he, he passed on his best wishes, so he he, it's all good. <laughs> he must. He, I'm just a picture. He must have been so disappointed when that come through <laughs> on Monday morning. He's like, oh, Steve, come on, mate. Um, hey, Jack, good luck. Um, have fun out there, and um, hopefully redemption is sweet. Get that connection back. And Lil? Well, you've missed a what a good ten minutes of the show, so you're staying behind for ten. <laughs> no worries, just uh, tune on in for the next little segment. Just time with Lily. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, that'll be a ratings hit. Um, <laughs> hey guys, um, thanks again. Um, go Demons on Saturday night, and that was Inside Melbourne. With thanks to Zurich, we'll see you next week.